Hello and welcome to Christchurch at Home. Um, today is a very exciting uh, day because the service this morning is going to be brought to you by ex-downloaders. Um, so you may recognise some people, you may not recognise other people, um, but we're really excited about, um, about the service this morning. My name is Rosie, Rosie Conn, um, formerly Rosie Whitehead. Um, I got married a few months ago. Um, I live in London, in North London, um, in Tufnell Park. Um, I'm a civil servant. I live in a flat with my husband Luke. Um, and um, I was in download from 2007 to 2011. Um, and I loved it, really, really loved it. Um, made some of my best friends there, um, grew in my faith enormously um, during my time in Downey in particular, but at Christchurch, um, and I'm really excited to um, to hear where everyone else is up to um, this morning. Uh, so we are going to go now to a few people um, who are going to kind of say some of their memories of their time at Christchurch um, and maybe say a bit about what Jesus has been doing in their life. Hello Christchurch, uh, I'm Becca Jameson and I left Download two years ago. Since then I have been studying in Canterbury and I am one year away from qualifying as a primary school teacher. Hey guys, my name's Beth and I left Download in 2014. Uh, since then, it's been an amazing journey of trusting God. Uh, God's led me to the point where I'm currently setting up a company to support uh, individuals in business with mental health and well-being. It's something I never thought I would do, um, but it's been an amazing journey of trusting in God's provision and guidance. Um, it's been a real privilege working with people who have difficulties with mental health, and I'm really excited to see where God takes us next. I'm Ellen Tetzel, I live in LA at the moment and I am working, I'm bringing up my kids, but before that I was a civil servant. I am so thankful for that note and so thankful for the leaders that made it all possible. I think a real highlight and a testament to it all is that so many of the best friends I had then are my best friends now and that community has endured and been such a support and a joy. Yeah, I loved it. Hi, I'm Emily Piper and I'm currently studying anthropology at Brunel, but I'm in New Zealand um, as part of my placement and I've just completed a DTS before. God's been doing a lot um, over these past few months, but I think the main thing he's been doing is just showing me how um, steadfast he is and how his word is just so constant, even though circumstances change. Um, due to COVID, like a lot of things have changed and I wasn't actually meant to be in New Zealand. But the words that he gave me before all this happened are still, um, yeah, they still stand today. Hello, my name is Jazz and I first came to download nine years ago after someone very close to me passed away and God knew that I needed to be surrounded and loved and that is exactly what I experienced coming to download. The leaders were amazing and I made such special friends. And fast forward nine years and I'm now living in London. I've been here four years now and I'm a part of a beautiful church called Catch the Fire that I'm very involved in. And when I was back in download, I was struggling a lot. Um, but God has taken me on such a beautiful journey of healing and freedom. And I love that I get to do life with him. And I'm just excited about what's next. Hi, I'm Joe. I used to be part of download. I now live in Bradford. I'm a civil engineer. 
and I volunteer for a Christian mission. Download was really excellent for me because when I was a teenager I was questioning my faith and often struggling to believe and the community of Download helped me to commit to Jesus for life and to be stronger in my faith. Hello, my name is Sam Collinson. I left Download a year ago. Uh, since then I've been on a gap year, I've done some working and some travelling, at the moment I'm in New Zealand. Um, the main thing I think that God has uh, said to me since download has been um, just about rooting my life in prayer, um, spending time with him in his presence, uh, just uh, sometimes talking to him and sometimes just uh, letting him be and um, letting him change me. Um, so that's been great. Hi, my name's Sam. Um, I'm an ex-downloader. Um, I'm now a maths teacher um, and I teach at a school in Eastleigh. Uh, my favourite moment of download, I'd probably say just the relationships um, that I form with people there. Um, people I met there, some of my best friends and people I still keep in contact with um, and just encourage each other and spur each other on in our faiths. Hi, my name's Susie. I was in download from uh, 2010 to 2014 and nowadays I'm trying to break into the TV and film industries. Um, the thing I'm most grateful to download for is the way that it enabled me to keep trying to walk out my faith at a time of life when it's really, really tough. Um, and in a way, I think the ministry and community of download um, made that possible in the first place. So I'm so grateful for that. Hi guys, my name is Tom Hilborn. I was in Download from 2010 to 2014. Uh, live in Wimbledon, although in Winchester for the lockdown and currently work for the Ministry of Justice Reform in the Probation Service. The one thing I wanted to share was that after university, myself and Matt Judd, a good friend from Download, went to do the Camino de Santiago. Um, I just found it a really good experience. Met loads of people from loads of different countries that um, just love Jesus. And it was a great time to reflect on um, my relationship with God after university. Hi, I'm John. I left Download two years ago and one thing that I'm really grateful to Christchurch for is the way that I was able to get involved in the worship teams from a really young age. I'm now studying at the Royal Birmingham Conservatoire and loving getting involved in my church, which is Gas Street Church in Birmingham. I've really enjoyed being involved in the worship ministries there and this has led to some great opportunities like being able to play the drums with Worship Central on the Holy Spirit Night Tours in Ukraine. Hi everyone, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Ewan. I left Download a couple of years ago now, uh, at the grand old age of 25. Um, I left because I felt God calling me to some form of ministry uh, and theological training. And so for the last two years, I have been working at a church in Bristol um, as a youth minister whilst studying uh, applied theology um, in youth ministry uh, through Morelands College. It's been an absolutely wonderful time. Uh, there's been lots of ups and uh, there's also been lots of struggles. But it's just amazing to see how my time at Christchurch and in Download has prepared me for the struggles and for the uh, the challenges that have I have faced over the last couple of years. So I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody um, at Christchurch and a really massive God bless. Cheerio, bye. Hi, I'm Imogen and I'm currently on a gap year at home near Winchester. My best memory of download has to be the weekend away to the Isle of Wight. I didn't know very many people to start with, so I was a bit nervous, but everyone was so warm and welcoming that I knew download was a place I wanted to be. Since I've left download, God has been continuing to grow my faith. I studied biology at university and 
I've been really challenged to think about how my studies fit into God's vision for the world. Um, I've seen the importance of conserving nature and protecting the planet, and uh, not just because God calls us to steward his creation well, but also to bring about justice for the poor and vulnerable. Hi everyone, I'm Izzy and I'm currently back in Twyford living with my parents, having finished at university. And one of my favourite memories of Download is when our team won at London Monopoly. Hello, Christchurch, Winchester. My name's Julia Roop, uh, daughter of Richard and Sarah Jane, who some of you might know. Hi, mum and dad, hope you're well. I'm currently working as a junior doctor in Telford and Shrewsbury. My testimony is about how God is our great provider and he's so trustworthy um, to rely on for all our future plans. Um, I've definitely gone through some, you know, stages of not knowing what's happening next, but my testimony is always trust in the Lord and he will provide, um, even though we can't see what's gonna happen and in the face of uncertainty, we can hope and trust that God uh, is always in control and always faithful and he never changes and he never fails. Um, so sending lots of encouragement and wishes of just wanting to be with you Christchurch Winchester and hope you're well um, and long live download we are the alumni and aren't we doing well <laughs> hello and welcome back to Christchurch at home you are in the right place if you're waiting for the service this morning it starts at 10 o'clock um, so get your cups of coffee or tea or whatever you're drinking. This morning's service is being brought to you by ex-downloaders. Very exciting. Um, so you may have already seen a few familiar faces um, and the whole service is gonna be led by, um, by people that were in, have been in download over the years and are now in different parts of the country and actually even different parts of the world. Um, I am here in London. Um, I thought it'd be fun to go and see another ex-downloader um, and I'm here in West Hampstead with my sister. Hello! Um, we're at a very safe two meter distance, cycled here and we've just been having a, a little chat on, on the road. Um, Sophie, when were you in download? I believe that I left download way back in 2009. 2009, wow, that long is time ago. a long time ago. Um, when was the last time you were at Christchurch? I came to Christchurch for the Christmas service, the 20, 2019 Christmas service, which was a lovely day. We always go at Christmas, don't we? It's so nice seeing everyone, and getting loads of hugs from people, eating lots of cake, hearing the kids talk about their Christmas presents, drinking tea together, getting a hug from Mike Carson, probably. Doesn't that sound good? That that does sound good. We we miss seeing people in person, um, but but. Hopefully it will happen again soon. Thank you, Sophie. Um, we're now gonna go back and um, see a few more ex-downloaders. Hi, everyone at Christchurch. Um, my name is India, and I'm a student children's nurse at London South Bank University. Hi, everyone, I'm Tommy, um, and I am an economic student at the London School of Economics in my second year. Um, we're just gonna briefly talk a little bit about what Just Love is, how we're involved. Um, so India is the president of Just Love London and I am the treasurer on the committee um, and basically Just Love is this um, group of Christian students that are trying to um, empower other Christian students to pursue the biblical call to social justice. Um, it's a nationwide charity so there are lots of different Just Loves across the country um, and we are, have been involved in the London one which is quite a new committee 
um, basically thinking about how we can get students from across these different London universities and across different churches um, to together try and see social injustices undone in the city and beyond. Um, how we started doing that has obviously been a weird time in COVID. We did a small fundraiser um, at the start of COVID for Save the Children um, and have thought a little bit about running some hubs on um, why we should pursue justice as Christians um, and like how we do that in a sustainable manner. Um, so we had a hub last week about pursuing justice in a sustainable manner, talking a bit about prayer and like lamenting. Um, and we're going to be going into that a bit more in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, so me and Tommy both left Download two years ago in 2018. Um, and I think it's really helped us because the found basically the foundation of Download was community. And I mean, I'm, I know both of us basically found most of our really close friends at Download. And as soon as you step in, you're immediately like welcomed into the community. And I know for me, like when I first started, I hadn't been to Christchurch before. And it was just such a great way. Um, you just felt really cherished and really part of it. And I think it was really encouraging because you were encouraged to talk about your passions and about um, just ask the really challenging questions and they were answered really well in a really safe environment and so because of that community I think it really encouraged us both to like go out and be like okay how can I take this um, culture of community into the wider world and so I think that really helped us I think especially in London where you're faced with social injustice all the time especially with homelessness um, and I think doing that in a Christian community and with others who also have a passion for social justice um, has been really great um, and like just asking each other challenging questions um, doing communities together um, and just yeah pursuing social justice in a way that is effective because we're all doing it together um, with a like-minded heart and with God's heart um, so yeah it's been really great and um, we're hoping to do more outreach stuff this year and we're really excited for what is ahead <laughs> Amazing. Well, we are nearly at the start of our service this morning. Um, before we do that, I thought I should share a little bit more about my time at Download. I've already mentioned the friends that I made there. Um, and I was thinking the other thing that I really appreciated from being there was having a space where you could ask really open and honest questions and where others were also kind of grappling with the same kind of questions of what what a um, relationship with Jesus is and just reflecting on how amazing the leaders were and how generous they were with their time um, and how open and honest they were with us as well which was such a blessing so leaders if any of you are watching thank you so much um, we are super grateful for you we are now going to turn to Izzy I think for the start of our service um, thanks everyone hope to see you soon Hello everyone and welcome to Christchurch at Home, Christchurch Winchester's online service. A special welcome if you are tuning in for the first time or from um, far-flung ends of not Winchester. My name is Izzy and I am a Download alumni and if you're just tuning in, Download is the youth group um, from ages 14 to 18 and uh, today is a very special day because the service has been put together by lots of alumni from um, a wide span of years so the worship is being done by download alumni the talk the prayers and all the bits in between so it's really 
good uh, sort of to see you um, and I hope that you are really blessed by the service today. Today we are looking at Psalm 51 which is a psalm of repentance. Um, if you're not sure what that means stay tuned because all will be explained. Um, we are going to have some time of song worship but before then I'm just going to pray for us. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much um, that we are blessed enough to have the internet um, so that we can still stay connected with one another. Um, we're so grateful for everything that you've done for us and um, I pray now in Jesus' name that you'd be opening up our hearts and our minds to receive what you want to say to us today and give us the strength, Lord, to obey it. In Jesus' name, amen. We're now going to have a time of song worship, so feel free to stand um, and really engage and open up your heart to what God wants to say. Love is the 
was slain Worthy is the King who conquered the grave Worthy is the Lamb who was slain Worthy is the King who conquered the grave Worthy, worthy is the Lamb who was slain Worthy is the King who conquered the grave Worthy is the Lamb who was
It's the uh, custom at Christchurch that in the context of uh, offering our worship uh, and praise to God um, and in preparation for hearing what the Lord has to say to us through his word, 
that we come before him as uh, as individuals and as a whole church to um, confess our sins uh, to God. Uh, this morning, as Izzy shared at the beginning, that actually is our primary focus for um, this whole service. And so um, later on, uh, in response to what Sam shares with us, uh, there'll be an opportunity for each of us uh, individually to think more personally what that what that means, uh, take that on board for ourselves, what it means to turn away from sin um, uh, in sorrow for what we've done, the way in which we've turned our backs um, and failed to live uh, in accordance with the truth um, of who God is and what he has um, asked us to do. So there'll be opportunity for that later in the service. Um, but one of the things which has particularly struck me, uh, one of the things I've most learnt during this time, these extraordinary times uh, of this pandemic and uh, with the government restrictions in this lockdown, is simply how interconnected we are as as human beings. Uh, and I think this has been reinforced and um, I think kind of taken a new urgency uh, and a new um, particular kind of weight to it with the um, murder of George Floyd. And I'm aware that um, as we all are, or so many of us are across the country, and that you at Christ, that we at Christchurch have been um, talking about racial injustice. Um, and so in both those ways, it's become so apparent that we cannot afford only to think um, individually about our right and wrong, but there is collective responsibility that we need to take. Uh, and that, and so for this time of confession now, uh, I want to invite us as a whole church, I know we're scattered, I know we're, we're doing this, you know, through the internet, but together as a collective, this is our chance to come before God as a whole community to to say sorry and to ask for his forgiveness. So we let's um, let's say together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have wandered and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things that we ought to have done, and we have done those things that we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. For you, O Lord, have mercy upon us sinners. Spare those who confess their faults. Restore those who are penitent. According to your promises, declare to mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord, 
and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may live a disciplined, righteous and godly life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Today's reading is Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then... I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise, for you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with the burnt offering. The sacrifices of God or a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then will you delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Hi guys, I'm Thea and this is Harry. Our Bible reading today is all about saying sorry to God. And we know that when we say sorry to God for the bad things we've done, God forgives us because he loves us. The bit of the Bible that we're looking at says that God wants to wash us whiter than snow and that he wants to give us a new heart. But what does that mean? How can we be washed even whiter than snow? We did some baking and that's really helped us out. So these are our gingerbread people and they're a bit like us. We have been made by God. But as we go through life, we do things and say things that hurt other people and they hurt God. And it's like we get covered in sticky sweets. We say nasty things. We forget to do helpful things. We argue with our mums and our dads and our grandparents. And every time we do that, we make God really sad. And we pick up, we pick up these sins all over us. 
But when we say sorry to God, because of Jesus, God comes and he takes all of these things, these sticky things away from us. When we say sorry to God, he takes our sticky sins from us. They're really sticky. Ugh. But God doesn't just leave us like this. He doesn't just take these things off us. He doesn't just leave us like this. Remember in the Bible passage, it says that God wants to wash us whiter than snow. So he covers us with his love like this icing sugar. There you go. Can you see? All covered in God's love. We are washed whiter than snow. And how cool is that? Because of Jesus who has showed God's big love for us, we can be how God made us. But more than that, we can be covered by his love. We can know his love every day and show it to other people. So let's pray together that we would be covered by God's big love right now. Dear God, thank you that you made the whole world and thank you that you made each one of us. We're really sorry for when we do things that hurt other people and that hurt you. Please forgive us and help us. Please would you cover us with your love right now, just like the icing sugar. Cover us all over from our heads to our toes so that we can show your love to the world too. Amen. Amen. I wonder what you think of when you hear the word repentance. For King David, it may have had something to do with the story we just had read to us. You see, Psalm 51 is a story of repentance. It follows the aftermath of one of David's worst decisions. You see, King David of the Israelites does a few bad things, um, which you can see in 2 Samuel 11. Um, and here, here's, here's the rough context. Um, he's just seduced Bathsheba and got her pregnant. He's then sent off her husband, Uriah, who's one of David's generals, to the front line of a war, all with the intention of getting Uriah killed so that David can claim Bathsheba as his wife. Now, later on, Nathan the prophet gives us a brilliant example of accountability in 2 Samuel 12, confronting David about what he's done. David eventually realises what he's done and gives us this beautiful psalm of repentance. Repentance means turning away from evil towards God. Now, before we start looking at repentance, there are two things um, about sin that this passage teaches us. Number one, we all sin. Now, the Bible says some very uncomfortable things. Um, for example, in verses one to three, David highlights how we have all sinned. And it is a problem that goes right to the heart of every living person. Romans 7.18 says, I know that good itself does not dwell in me. There is nothing good in me. You don't need to look very far um, in this world. Think about some of the big headlines recently to know um, that this is true. Matthew 26.41 says, the soul is willing, but the flesh is weak. The flesh is weak. Our very physical being longs to sin. In verse 5 of this psalm as well, David says, uh, says this, um, I was sinful from birth. As broken people, we are rotten to the core. And many of us may say, well, I'm only a part-time or a casual sinner. I, I, not all the time. 
But John 8.34 is very clear and it says, Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. A slave to sin. So number one, we all sin. Number two, sin is against God, not people. Verse 4 says, Against you and you only have I sinned. Now to us as humans, we often see the earthly side of it. In this example, it looks like sinners against Bathsheba or Uriah. Um, but actually so often we look at the earthly consequences and we don't consider that is against God. And that is what we need to worry about. So we all sin. Sin is against God. And if that wasn't enough, we are all consistently and inherently broken. God sets the bar ridiculously high for us too. John 13, 34 says this, A new commandment I give you, love one another. Easy, right? No. Love one another as I have loved you. The same I love you that led the creator of the universe to send his one and only son to die in our place. We all sin. David did it. And we do it. And it's against God. David did it. We do it. Our gospel is fundamentally offensive because it shows us that we are all stuck in our sin, unable to do anything good. But once you've recognised that you are just like David was, then this is where things get good. Because this is where we understand the reason why Jesus is the source of our joy and our hope. Throughout the Bible, we see countless examples of seemingly godly people being broken, doing life their way rather than God's. You see, I think we need to recognise that because we all choose to turn away, we're actually in good company. You know, the church is not a museum for the perfect, but a hospital for the broken. The church is not a museum for the perfect, but a hospital for the broken. We need to recognise we're all sinners. We've all chosen to turn away from God. But just like David did in this psalm, we need to recognise that. And recognise our need for repentance. And we can only truly repent if we recognise that we need it in the first place. Who can apologise and ask for forgiveness if they never realised that what they did was wrong? And here is where repentance comes in. There is so much that you could say about repentance, but today I want to issue you with both an encouragement and a challenge. An encouragement and a challenge. Uh, in Mark 1.15, we see um, one of the first things Jesus said is, repent and believe the good news. Not just believe the good news, but repent and believe the good news. Repentance means turning away from evil towards God. Away from evil towards God. It's this idea of a full turn, a 180 turn away from evil towards God. Deciding to choose him each day. Now this is a bit like love in a marriage and many of you um, will know that for the last year and a half I've been married to the lovely um, and gorgeous Jo. Um, now sometimes it's really easy to love each other. Um, but as we all know, life can just be a bit difficult and, and, and rubbish, and, and so can people. Um, and it's on these days when we're not really feeling great. 
um, or perhaps when we're annoying each other or in a bad mood, which obviously I'm I'm never guilty of. Um, it's definitely me. Um, <laughs> um, or maybe just when life is it's just a bit tough. But it's on those days that we consciously choose to love each other. Love isn't just a feeling, it's an action. And so is repentance. Love is not a one-time thing, nor is repentance. In fact, God calls us to continually repent, each time choosing him. In fact, when Jesus uses this word repent, in the original Greek it is almost always in the continuous present tense. Um, that means it's not just a one-time thing. Just like when I promised to love Joe, it's not a one-time I've married you thing, but it's still a daily duty to love her as Christ loves us. Repentance is part of our daily Christian journey. I wonder if we see the need to repent in our lives. Most of us would say that we are good people by the world's standards, but in God's economy that does not stand up. In God's economy, it does not stand up. Now, for example, I'm, I'm not a homicidal maniac, but I know that I can be quite grumpy and rude with the people around me, not always loving my neighbour. I'm not a drug addict, but I can be greedy and quite often proud. You see, outwardly, it may not look like much, but remember that the problem with sin is that it offends God. In all these things in my heart, I've said, shut up, God, I'm in charge, not you. Shut up, God. I'm in charge, not you. See, Romans 3.23 tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Therefore, all of us are in need of repentance. I wonder if we recognise this need to repent. I wonder if we understand, like David did in verse 6, that God doesn't desire our sacrifice or empty actions, but instead he wants our hearts. He longs for us to wholeheartedly live for him. Jesus said, repent and believe the good news. Well, well, that's the repent, but, but where's the good news? Many of you are probably sat here thinking, well, okay, Sam, you've actually made me feel even worse than before. But here comes the good news. As David found out, there is forgiveness. There is forgiveness. David recognises this in verses 12 and 14 God is our saviour he saves for us today this salvation is found through faith faith in the life death and resurrection of Jesus Christ you see God sent his one and only son to live a perfect life to take all of the brokenness and all of the sinfulness in every human heart he died a criminal's death willingly because he loved us so he died willingly because he loves us. And how do we respond to this scandal of grace? Well, Romans 10.9 tells us this. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. Friends, this is good news. For all that condemnation and brokenness is taken away in the risen Jesus. Now that doesn't mean that life will be easy and that we will feel great all the time because that is, that's part of this life. 
Um, I'm sorry if that's what you've been told being a Christian is about, but in many ways, being a Christian brings us more pain and more suffering. But it gives us a purpose, a hope to trust in, and the Holy Spirit to guide us daily in our lives. It frees us from the shackles of shame and leads us into a loving relationship with the living God, an eternal life with him. You see, true repentance leads to a change of heart. As I close, um, we now have a choice to make. We have two options here. We can repent either half-heartedly or not at all and carry on losing the battle to sin, carrying on failing. And I can tell you firsthand that that is definitely the easier and more attractive option. Or we can turn wholeheartedly giving everything in our hearts to God, turning to Jesus, recognising that he alone can save us. I don't know about you, but I'm so relieved that it's not up to me to save myself. Finally this, repent and believe that the kingdom of God is near. Thanks, Sam. We now come to uh, a time for us to respond to what Sam has shared, both individually and as a, as a whole church. And for that, there are a few different ways in which you might like to, to respond. We're, we're going to be playing a video um, or a song uh, which just sings through those words of Psalm 51. Uh, so you might just want to sit and listen and meditate and pray through those words uh, for yourself as you as you hear them. You might want to pause the video and spend some time with God on your own or pray with whoever is with you and pray for that uh, wholehearted turning to the Lord, which is what uh, this psalm uh, talks about. Uh, we'll also, uh, and this is trying something a little bit new, but we're hopeful and confident that it will, it will work, but we're going to be offering prayer ministry. Uh, so Dave Thornton's going to be posting a, a link in the Facebook comments. And if you follow that, then Dave will be there to meet you and to point you to someone who would love to, to pray for you. Um, and I, you know, it's so important that we do this together, uh, that we pray for one another uh, as we acknowledge our sin to God, but also to, to one another. And actually later on, we're going to be hearing a bit more about, about that. And I just want to finish by just kind of stressing what Sam has shared, that actually this psalm, calls us to a wholehearted devotion to, to God. Um, but with that, it's also not something which is which leaves us or leads us to a point of beating ourselves up or um, despair, but uh, leads us to a renewed joy uh, in the salvation that comes from Jesus. 
Um, that's what the, the psalmist prays. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. So um, however you choose to respond in this time, uh, may the Lord bless you and minister to you by his spirit.
restoring me the joy of your salvation hi everyone i'm matt i'm jonah i'm joe i'm tom and we all used to to go to download at christchurch and um in light of what uh Sam's been saying in his talk, um, we're here to just have a quick chat about um, what does this actually look like um, living this out in our daily lives and what does fellowship look like? Um, and I suppose I just wanted to start by um, talking about my experience of download, which was really an introduction to um, fellowship um, with um, other young Christians my age outside my family. And that was actually a really significant and transformative time for me in terms of my faith as I realised that there were other young people who um, were trying to live an authentic um, life for Christ, but were also really open about their faith and the challenges they were facing. And, and that really challenged me to then think, how can I be open with, with them and about my relationship with God? And um, that's something that I've, I've definitely taken away um, sort of since. And, and I've tried to, to think about how can I find other, um, other young people who are at my age and stage that I can, can be open about with my faith. Yeah, so good, Matt. And going off of what Matt was saying there, for me, something that really impacted me during my time at Download was the acceptance that people had. Uh, because one challenge that I think we can sometimes have with being open and uh, having people who hold us accountable is the fear of, uh, if I am, if I show people who I really am, that they're going to gasp, that they're going to laugh um, when we take the mask off and they see that we're sunburned or something. Um, but for me, Download was a place where I could go to and I could be the real me and people would love me, people would encourage me, people would support me, people would accept me. And so for me, um, that's something that I've really tried to take forward. Um, and when I'm in relationships with other with other Christians, um, to always accept people for, for where they are and then take the journey from there. With the network of download, um, I was able to be confident to, to go deeper with people and to seek people out and to share personal stuff as well. And it was through that time that I learned to be a Christian that would take the initiative, not just when in church, but also outside church as well. I think for me, um, the, the thing that Download brought was just a, a source of wisdom. So I prayed quite a lot um, for, for wisdom. And I genuinely believe that God works through others um, to give us wisdom, um, whether that's sort of Bible verses and passages that people found useful or um, like practical tips for every day. Um, I think it was just, you know, there, it was an environment where, you know, some people were sort of good at some stuff and not good at others and vice versa. And it was just such an open environment to, um, you know, be able to sort of exchange those ideas. And I think as sort of a final point is that I think accountable can kind of conjure up very kind of judgmental um, sort of like undertones almost. But I don't think it should be about sort of knocking down someone's face. It should be supporting it and walking alongside it. Um, and I think that's really important um, when you're sort of being accountable with one another. Um, and I think that only becomes when you're, when you're in kind of good fellowship with people. So I hope Christchurch that was useful. Um, I hope there's some good ideas um, you could take away this week. Um, 
obviously it's very strange in, in what we were doing in downloads um, into the, the current environment. Um, but I'm sure sort of fellowship still works over Zoom and Skype and whatever um, software you use. Yeah, Jesus, thank you so much um, for your work on the cross. Father, thank you so much that you sent um, yourself to die just in order for us to receive love and repentance and forgiveness. And yeah, God, I just pray um, over all the situations going on in the world right now, over uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, over um, the severe injustice that we see every day, um, particularly at the moment on the news, God. I just pray, yeah, God, that you would just have your way and that you would, um, that justice would prevail, that justice would win, God. You're a God who loves justice. You're a God who draws us into repentance, God. And I just pray that um, we would see justice done. Yeah, Jesus. And I pray that you would lead us um, to check our own hearts for any kind of um, prejudices we might, we might not even see. God, would you highlight that and, yeah, allow us to come before you in repentance, Jesus. And we pray for uh, the virus that's still going around the world. God, I pray that you would protect those particularly vulnerable. You would protect those uh, in countries such as Yemen who are so already um, faced with so many dangers and so many um, just hardships, God, that actually this makes them particularly vulnerable to this disease. Jesus, we pray for those countries that don't have enough equipment, that don't have enough PPE. God, we just ask that you would be there, that you would um, you would provide, God. And Jesus, we do ask in your name that this virus come to an end. And Father, we just want to lift up your church in this city, God. Um, as we um, think about Christchurch, God, I pray that we'd be a church that um, is, is quick to repent, is a church that um, repents whenever we see wrong in ourselves, God. I pray that, that repentance would lead to great hope, that you would do great things through Christchurch in this city and beyond, God. And I just pray for the city of Winchester. I pray for individuals in the city who... Um, woke up this morning feeling hopeless, God. I pray that Christchurch would be a great light in the city, that people would look at Christchurch and see a church full of people who um, have this amazing, beautiful hope in you, God. Mm. Oh, man. Amazing. So, notices for today. Number one, the Christchurch Winchester Big Talent Show the show must go on, but we need your help. So this show is happening on Friday, um, this coming Friday, the 3rd, um, at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live, but we only have two acts so far. Dun, dun, dun. So 
um, it is time to let your light shine Whoa. <laughs> um, and show the rest of your family at Christchurch your hidden or maybe not so hidden talents. Um, so today, this afternoon, a wonderful Sunday afternoon activity. Whip out your best football skills, gymnastics, maybe a bit of singing, your worst jokes, your best jokes, anything. Happy, sad, crazy, all the emotions. Bring them in. Um, the videos have to be less than two minutes, but we want to see absolutely anything and everything. Um, send them to jack.percy at ccwinch.org.uk and if we get enough, if and only if we get enough acts, the show will be on Facebook Live this Friday, Friday the 3rd at 7pm. I'm very excited. We also have Lockdown Live Worship tonight at 7pm, again on Facebook Live. Um, this is where sort of we are joining um, different worship leaders in their homes to come together um, as Christchurch, as a family, to um, praise God together. Um, and today it's with Matt Lewis, so get yourselves on Facebook at 7pm for some beautiful worship. And last but by no means least, we have Messy Church online this Tuesday, Tuesday the 30th at 4pm, also streamed on Facebook Live, but as well on the Messy Church page on Christchurch's website. So keep your eye out on that page for crafts and activities. It's going to be an incredibly fun afternoon. There'll be singing, games, a Bible story what more can I say? Um, so if you have friends with young children um, or just any other families that you know, I'm sure they would be glad of um, help with entertainment. Um, so do give them an invite, tell them what's going on, maybe start a watch party and it's going to be incredible. Hope you all have an extremely blessed week. Hi Christchurch, my name is Titus. You might recognise me from the climb video last week. Um, I'd just like to say a huge thank you to everyone who's donated. Um, so we've now hit about £6,750, um, which is enough to provide 2,250 families um, with the vital sanitary essentials they need to last them for the next month, which is incredible news. Um, and a lot of that is down to you guys. You guys have given so generously. Um, as a team, we've been blown away um, by the amount you've given. So I just want to say a huge thank you. A massive thank you to all you lovely ex-downloaders for this morning's service. We just want to update you about what's happening uh, now that we have news from the government that from the 4th of July, uh, church buildings will be able to open uh, for small uh, acts of worship and for weddings. Uh, this is great news uh, for us and we're really pleased and it will help us to in a sense, continue to plan for a phased return to the use of the church building. We are waiting on more detailed guidance uh, from the Church of England about that and so we're just going to continue to evaluate and to think about this. Uh, our online presence, Christchurch at home on a Sunday morning, will remain indefinitely uh, recognising that there will be some people who are not able to return to church for a while and also we want to continue uh, to make uh, coming to church and joining in our worship as easy as possible. Uh, we will start some small gatherings in church uh, over July and August, but those will not be 
full Sunday services. And then we plan to move to a mixed economy of live and online services starting in September. Thank you all. alone my hope is found and he is my light my strength my song this cornerstone this solid ground firm through the fiercest drought and storm what heights of love was
us to the end of our service today. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a Q&A in five minutes, so if you want to go and grab a drink and bring it back with you. Now, before we leave today, let me say a blessing for us. To him who is able to keep us from stumbling and to present us for his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Saviour, be glory and majesty, power and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord, for all ages, now and forevermore. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. See you in five.